0: I've always been a fan of medieval legends. They are romantic and inspiring. My favorite is about the Knights of the Round Table and their search for the Holy Grail. To put it simply, the Grail was the cup Jesus drank from at the Last Supper and that Joseph of Arimathea used to collect the blood of Jesus when he was crucified. So the search for the Grail was the holiest of quests because it signified the pursuit of a physical union with God. The knights began their quest at the edge of the dark woods that surrounded their kingdom. There were several ways to enter the woods and those roads were known by all. Now, here's the part I find fascinating. The knights made two bold choices. First, instead of riding in as a group, each knight chose his own path, one that he would follow alone without the protection of his fellow knights. And second, Each of them chose a point of entry where there was no known path. Why did they do this? When there were plenty of easier choices, roads they had taken countless times. Well, it was because the Knights were on a quest, and they believed it would be a shameful thing to start that quest on a path someone had already used. For the last five years, I've chosen my own path by creating and hosting this show every day has been an adventure, and I've had a lot of fun. The Knights of the Round Table chose to travel by themselves. I've chosen to travel with you, and I can't wait to see where our quest takes us. Our next call is from Seattle, Washington. Luke, you're on strange air.
1: Oh, hello, Malcolm. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. I'm a huge fan.
0: Well, we seem to have quite a following in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. There's a lot of crazy up here.
0: So what's on your mind, Luke?
1: Well, I heard what you said about the dark woods that surround us, and that that really hit home. The woods up here are as dark as they come. And about a month ago, I went into those woods just to get away from it all, you know? And I got turned around, and it was starting to get dark, and I could not find my way out.
0: Well, that sounds like a frightening experience.
1: Ah, uh, it was. But I got lucky. Someone found me.
0: And who was that? Bigfoot. I'm sorry. Did you say Bigfoot? As in Yes,
1: yes, yes. He, he just showed up and offered to show me the way out. I Stop swear this, to God, Chase. I am I've not heard it a hundred lying. times. He had these I know, Mom. These so really have kind I kind eyes. Then why so are we listening in the to him? Right
2: well, here's the thing. You've heard the audio from the night Dad disappeared, but you've never seen it. What are you talking about? Memphis Bob gave me a flash drive. He's been holding onto it for ten years. No one has seen what's on it except for me and him. And now, I want you to watch it. I don't understand. Dad asked Bob to film him on the night he disappeared. Why would he do that? He never gave Bob a reason. And what did he film? It's the call you just heard. But now you're going to see it, not just hear it. You're going to see exactly what happened. Wait, are you telling me... Here, it's all queued up. All you have to do is hit play. I'll be on the porch.
0: Oh, like a spirit guide. Exactly. Well, it's my understanding that Washington State has the most reported sightings in the country.
2: So, how many times did you watch it? Just once. But you were in there 20 minutes Give me Bob's number I want to talk to him Yeah, I tried that It's been disconnected And the emails I sent bounced back As far as I know, Bob's up in Portland or Seattle, but I'm not even sure about that He could be anywhere Mom
3: Are you okay? No, I'm not okay I'm about as far from okay as I can be
2: We should talk about this, right? It has to be fake. It it can't be real. Sure looks real.
3: So, let me get this straight. You're saying Malcolm asked Memphis Bob to film him during that call? Right. From inside the booth? Yes. So... Whatever happened that night, your father knew it was going to happen. I guess. I need time to process this, Chase. I have so many conflicting thoughts right now. All right. You're not
2: just going to stand there and stare at me, are you? Uh, no. Sorry. I actually have to meet Danny in about an hour, and then I have class. How
3: about we talk later tonight when you're done at work? Yes, we'll talk later tonight when you're done at
2: work. Perfect. Danny, why are we meeting in the library?
4: It's quiet. I like it.
2: And we can't raise our voices. Exactly. Look... I'm sorry things got out of hand the other night.
4: Me too. And I didn't mean what I said about your dad.
2: That was a mistake.
4: I know. I know, but... The bigger mistake... Is... Us.
2: Excuse me?
4: Chase, I really like you, but... We shouldn't be together. At least... Not as a couple.
2: Hang on. You want to break up? Don't you? Danny, you're putting me on the spot. I don't know how to answer that.
4: It shouldn't be a hard question.
2: Look, some stuff you said is true. I know I'm dismissive. And I know I don't always give 100% in the relationship. Dr. Blair has busted me on that so many times. But I think we can fix this. Don't you?
4: I'm, I'm sorry, Chase. I, I've been thinking about this for a while now, and... I deserve better. I, I deserve a girlfriend who loves me back, and... And that's not you.
2: So, that's it? We're done?
4: Yeah. I guess so.
2: You never understood.
4: Understood what?
2: That I can't waste my time on this relationship crap until I find him.
4: Chase, you can live your life while you search for your father. It doesn't have to be one at the expense of the other.
2: Do you remember back in December, right before the holidays, you made me get on that Zoom call with your parents? I didn't make you. Yeah, you did. And I hated you for that. You know what else I hated? Your father's big, fat face. I kept hoping he would have a heart attack right there, and then you could feel what it's like to be me. Chase, And you did mean what you said last night. I know you don't believe I'll ever find my father, and that's fine. You're not alone. It's a big club. And that's what I have to do. It's what I want to do. And I'm not putting him on hold so I can pretend to be the perfect girlfriend. Lower your voice. Go fuck yourself. Hi, it's me again, Chase, the girl who just got dumped. Well, I've been thinking about everything he said, and here's what I came up with. Danny is one of the nicest guys in the world, but that doesn't mean he's right for me, and I was wrong to settle. Truth be told, he's not half the man my father was. So now, I'm alone. Again. Except that's not really true. One of my closest friends is right here next to me. This is a Chocolate curiosity from The Brewery. It's an imperial stout brewed with dulce de leche and milk sugar. Yes, I know, that sounds like a sweet corruption of everything beer is supposed to be, but it's so good and exactly what I've been looking forward to all day. Oh God, that is awesome. Who needs a boyfriend when there's beer like this in the world?
3: Hi, this is Rose Abernathy. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you soon.
2: Hey mom, it's almost nine. So I'm guessing you're on your way home. We really need to talk, so I'm coming over. Oh, wait, I think that's you knocking on my door. Mom?
5: Chase? Is that you? Uh, uh, Who's there? It's Robert. Robert who? Robert Jackson. We talked about your film. Can I come in?
2: I don't understand. What are you doing here? I
5: have good news.
2: But it's almost nine.
5: I know, and I apologize for coming by so late, but this is really big, and I wanted to tell you in person.
2: Can't you just call me tomorrow?
5: Look, I get that you're just a kid, so you don't know how these things work, but trust me, most filmmakers would be thrilled to get a late-night visit from me. You know why? Because it means I'm about to change their life. Really? Yes, really. You are going to be so blown away by this. Everyone is in love with your film. But they haven't seen it yet. Doesn't matter, it's the idea. Everybody wants to know more about Malcolm Smith. That's amazing. Uh, Jace, will you please open the door? I don't want to bother the whole floor.
2: Uh, uh, All right, hang on. Finally. Sorry about that.
5: No problem. Can I come in?
2: Of course. Thank you. So, what's going on? Do you mind if I close this? Sure, go ahead. Well? Well, what? What's the big news?
5: Oh, there is none. I just needed you to let me in. Excuse me? Listen.
2: Why are you here?
5: There's something you need to know. Get back. Don't scream. Ah! Stop or I'll use this. Fuck, is that real? Of course it's real, and the bullets are
2: real too. What do you want? It's
5: time you heard the truth about your father.
2: Hang on. You know something about his disappearance?
5: Where's your camera?
2: My what? The camera!
5: Where's your damn camera?
2: Stop yelling! It's right there. Great, set it up.
5: What the fuck for? Because I'm going to tell you the truth about your father.
2: And, and you want me to film you?
5: Yes! You're not very good at this, are you? How did you even get into film school?
6: Chase, are you okay? I heard a scream.
5: Say you're fine, or you'll never know the truth. <sighs>
6: uh,
2: yeah, I'm fine. It's just this stupid horror movie I'm watching. Well, keep it down, dumbass. I have to study. She's gone.
5: You made the right choice.
2: So you're not really a distributor, are you?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can't possibly be this stupid.
2: Don't make fun of me. I'm scared.
5: Why? I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to enlighten you.
2: Then why all the bullshit about the distribution deal? Why didn't you just tell me you knew something about my dad?
5: Because the truth is hard to swallow. I had to win your trust.
2: By lying? It was the only way. Whatever. So now what?
5: Set. Up. The. Camera. Right. Right. This is a good spot. I think this is a good spot. I'll stand here.
2: Yeah, sure. That's perfect.
5: Excellent. Now prepare to learn the ultimate truth about Malcolm Smith.
2: This better be good. Wait. What? How do I look? The truth?
5: Oh, just turn it on. Nobody likes a smart ass.
2: Fine. We're rolling.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Robert Jackson. And I used to work as an intern for Malcolm Smith. This was back when he was just starting out. Malcolm was like a father to me. A man I could trust. And then one day, he betrayed me. He completely destroyed my life.
2: Hang on. I thought you had information about his disappearance.
5: What? No, I never said that.
2: Then what are you talking about?
5: The idea for Strange Air was mine. Your father stole it. That's so not true. I'm telling you, Chase, Malcolm was a crook. Everything I said, he took. The man was unstoppable. And he never, ever gave me credit. Bullshit. No, not bullshit. Can you prove it? You don't get it. Your precious father would sneak into my bedroom while I was sleeping so he could hear my thoughts. And those topics on strange air, that was the kind of stuff I used to dream about. They were mine! And he just took them! Made a fortune! And now he's probably kicking back on some beautiful beach in Hawaii while I'm stuck in his shitty apartment in Van Nuys!
2: Oh my god. You're completely insane.
5: It's the truth. And the truth is all that matters.
2: No one's going to believe this. I mean, look at you. You're holding me hostage in my dorm room with a gun. People are going to think you're a total psycho. I don't have a gun. Shut up. The camera can totally see it. The gun's right there, sticking out of your pants. And I'm streaming this while I shoot, so you're fucked.
5: It's not real. What? The gun. It's it's a prop. See? Are you fucking
2: kidding me? I just needed to get your attention. Oh my god, I hate you so much! Why? I'm not a bad person. Get out!
5: You should hate your father, not me!
2: I said, get the fuck out!
5: Don't scream.
2: Ah! Stop it! (laughs) Get off me! (laughs) Fuck! That really hurt! People need to know the truth!
6: Help! I'm in trouble! Chase! What's going on? I'm being attacked! I'm calling security!
2: Hurry!
5: They won't get here in time!
2: I found it! Leave right now, or I'll use... This. What is it? Rape gas.
5: What's rape gas?
2: Pepper spray, asshole! (coughs)
5: No!
2: My eyes!
5: Campus security! Open up! I'm coming! You on the floor! Now!
7: Chase, what's wrong? You look terrible.
2: I I should have gone home, but I didn't want to be alone.
7: Did someone hit you?
2: I'm sorry. I haven't slept all night.
7: What's going on?
2: I'm not sure why I'm here, but...
7: (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. hey. It's alright. Whatever happened, you're safe now.
3: I'm so tired.
7: Listen to me. You're not alone. I'm right here. I'm right next to you.
2: (laughs) This tea is delicious. Thank you.
7: No problem. I used holy water. That's why it's so good.
2: (laughs) And... hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lose it like that.
7: If not here, where?
2: I haven't cried in years.
7: It's no big deal. I cried last night. The Dodgers were way off their game.
2: (laughs) Really? You were crying?
7: No, they actually won. I just wanted to make you smile.
2: (laughs) Mission accomplished.
7: Good. So, did the police say what happens next?
2: (sighs) Not really. They told me the district attorney's office would be in touch, and my mom said she would follow up with them.
7: I'm sorry this happened.
2: I'm not. That idiot taught me a lesson. I can't allow others to blind me from the truth. How do you mean? Nothing was right about that guy. Nothing. But I believed him because he was saying what I wanted to hear.
7: You don't come across as someone who's easy to fool.
2: I'm not. I just have some blind spots.
7: Yeah, don't we all. Would you like more tea? Do
2: you have anything stronger?
7: This is a church, not a bar.
2: (sighs) I know, it's just that I would kill for a drink.
7: Ah, but that's the fifth commandment. Thou shalt not kill for a gin and tonic.
2: You know what I mean.
7: Do you always drink this early in the morning? No, not really. Well... sometimes
2: (laughs) oh i see instead of responding to what i just said you're gonna sit there and keep quiet which forces me to fill the silence with personal truth fine you win i drink too much are you happy now
7: i'm just listening
2: i don't know it might be time to stop I think I was halfway drunk when I let that psycho in.
7: Quitting is a big decision. Maybe you should go home and sleep on it.
2: But you can help with that kind of stuff, right?
7: I can definitely point you in the right direction.
2: Thanks. I might take you up on that. But truth be told, I could sure use one last drink.
7: Wait a minute. I just realized something. What? There is some booze in the house.
2: What's that?
7: Sacramental wine. It's a little sweet, not too strong. You might like it.
2: I don't want this. Good for you. That was some really intense priest stuff you just threw at me.
7: I had to. You were in the impact zone.
2: What's that? An AA term?
7: No, it's actually a surfing term. It's the spot where the waves break the hardest. Where beginners tend to get hurt.
2: I hope I'm not crossing the line here, but... You are so cute.
7: I just wanted to make sure you were okay.
2: <sighs> Look, I need to get some rest. And then I'll be bursting with my usual enthusiasm.
7: Hey, you know what that word really means? Which one? Enthusiasm?
2: Uh, no, I don't think so.
7: Enthusiasm is for the Greek entheos, which means God-inspired, or to have God in you.
2: Dude, if we're going to be friends, you have to stop making every conversation about him.
7: Oh, is that what we're doing, becoming friends?
2: I hope so. I don't have many That's why I ended up here.
7: Sure, count me in. We can all use more friends, right? What's that? 10 a.m. choir practice, right on time. You want me to tell them to shut up?
2: (laughs) No, it's nice.
7: You sure? I'm the boss here. I can make it happen.
2: Stop. So, what do I call you now that we're besties? How do you mean? Well, let's say I'm walking down the street, and I spot you on the other side, and I want to get your attention. What do I yell out?
7: Father Sullivan usually works.
2: Mm, I'm sorry. I can't call you that. It's too formal. And it doesn't feel right.
7: Because you're an atheist?
2: No, because you're not my father.
7: How about Jack? That's my first name. People seem to like it.
2: Perfect. We'll go with Jack.
7: There you go. Problem solved.
2: I should probably head out. My mom thinks I'm home sleeping.
7: Are you okay to drive?
2: Yeah. The caffeine in that tea is kicking in quite nicely.
7: So how's the film going?
2: The Truth Behind Strange Air is almost finished.
7: Catchy title.
2: Thanks. I just need to figure out the ending.
7: Well, What's the holdup?
2: Well, I came across a piece of film that no one has ever seen before. It's so perfect for the ending, but I'm not sure if I should use it. I just need to figure out if I should do what's best for the film or what's best for me.
7: I'm sure the answer will come to you. Life isn't always as extreme as people make it out to be.
2: The bottom line is I didn't find my father, and I didn't find out what happened.
7: And that was your only goal?
2: It was, but something changed. It feels like I took a long trip that I really needed to take, and now I'm on my way back. Does that make sense?
7: Life isn't always about the outcome. Sometimes it's the journey that matters.
2: That's perfect. That's exactly what I should say.
7: (laughs) Great. Another problem solved. Man, I'm on a roll. I should send my resume to the Vatican.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Jack. For the line? For everything.
7: You're welcome, Chase.
2: (sighs) Well... It looks like I've reached the end of the yellow road.
7: Does that mean you found your heart's desire?
2: It means... I get to go home.
3: How's the chicken? It's good. Are you sure? I can make something else.
2: No, Mom. This is perfect.
3: As long as you're
2: sure. I'm sure. That bruise looks terrible. I can barely feel it. Good. Good. Did you watch it again?
3: Yes. Several times.
2: And... It looks real.
3: I thought I had this mess figured out. Now, I don't know what to think. Chase, you're here and Malcolm isn't, so I need to focus on you. I'm sure you have every intention of using that film in your documentary, but I want you to hear me out. All right. Malcolm's disappearance has taken up enough of your life. It's time to move on. And if you allow anyone else to see that film, you're, you're going to get sucked all the way down the rabbit hole and you will never, ever find your way out. Mom, listen... No, hang on. I'm not done. If that piece of film gets out, it's going to get copied and posted on YouTube and the madness will never stop. Remember the media frenzy when your father disappeared? It's going to be a hundred times worse. You'll never be more than Malcolm Smith's daughter. So I really just... I really
2: want you to think about... Mom! What? I agree. You do? I'm not going to use it in my documentary, and I'm not going to show it to anyone else. Oh, thank God. I've given this a lot of thought, and I can't go on like this. I just can't. I've spent the last ten years of my life looking for Dad. What am I supposed to do now? Spend another 10 trying to figure out how he knew something was going to happen that night? There's no end to it. I might feel differently one day. But I'm graduating soon, and I need to start thinking about the future instead of the past. I'm so glad to hear that. By the way, my documentary is going to be better than I expected, even without that piece of film. Good. I can't wait to see it. Oh, there's one more thing. What's that? Spoiler alert. I found Dad.
1: Well, I didn't really take a close look at his lower region. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you. All I know is everyone seems to think Bigfoot is some kind of monster. But I don't believe that's true. This creature saved my life.
0: So tell me something, Luke. What did Bigfoot look like? It's my understanding that he...
2: This film began with the amazing piece of audio you just heard. Malcolm Smith disappearing during a live broadcast. I spent my entire life trying to figure out what happened. That obsession is the reason why I made this film... Now that I'm done, I can say with certainty that Malcolm's disappearance wasn't a magic trick. It wasn't staged or fake. It wasn't an alien abduction. And it wasn't a miracle. So what was it? When I started this project, I wanted to find my father, or at the very least, solve the mystery behind his disappearance. That's all I cared about. I wanted to cleanse myself with the truth. Sadly, that proved to be impossible. And I felt like a failure. But then a funny thing happened. While listening to the interviews for this film, I realized the Rolling Stones were right. There's a difference between what we want and what we need. You see, I was a child when I lost my dad. My memories of him are faded and distorted by time. So I wanted to find him so I could get to know him as an adult. I wanted him to come back so I could move forward. And that's exactly what happened. During the making of this film, I've learned so much about my father and I got to know all these incredible people who knew him and cared about him. Your father was
3: the only person there who really saw me.
1: The only thing
5: that meant more to him than the show was his life with you and Rose.
6: Just so you know, I liked Malcolm. He was a decent man.
2: So, maybe in a way, I did find him. And now, I can finally move forward. Life isn't always about the outcome. Sometimes... It's the journey that matters. Here you go.
3: And I know I already said it, but I'm going to say it again. I am very proud of you, princess.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Teresa. So, what's the verdict? Question, what can we do to make this ginger ale more interesting? (laughs) How about a slice of lemon? Yay for lemons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to promise
2: we'll
3: still see each other after we graduate.
2: Cross my heart and hope to die. Good. Now, tell me more about this trip. It sounds exciting. Well, my mom can get 3 weeks off from the hospital, so our plan is to hit 3 countries in 3 weeks. Oh,
1: please say France is one of them.
2: You're damn right. That's our first stop, and we're heading down to Spain and Portugal.
1: Play cool.
2: <laughs> oh, there's only one problem. And what's that? Look. Oh my god. This passport picture is terrible! I know! Oh. <laughs> 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 Sit tight,
6: I'll be right back. Okay. Hello? Chase, This is your favorite general manager, Leslie Neubauer. How's life in the world of academia? Well, it's about to end. I graduate next week. Congratulations! And how did that movie turn out? Truth be told,
2: I am extremely proud of what I accomplished, but my teacher gave it a B+. He said the execution was solid, but the resolution was lacking.
6: Oh, screw him and the horse he rode in on. If the guy were any good, he'd be making his own movies. Am I right or am I right? (laughs) Thanks, Leslie. So, what's up? I need to know if you have any plans for the summer. I'm going on vacation for a few weeks. Why? When exactly are you back? The end of July. Why? So you'll be here in August. Yeah. Do I need to ask why again? Chase, that is fantastic news. Would you like to know why? You're killing me. I have an idea that's going to blow your... Mind? Yeah, exactly! (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about? Chase Smith, I have an offer. An offer you cannot refuse. What kind of offer? Tonight, we're proud to present The Return of Strange Air, hosted by Malcolm Smith's daughter, Chase Smith.
2: 10 years ago, my father vanished while he was on the air. No one, and I mean no one, has been able to figure out how or why it happened. And you know who tried the hardest? Me. I've been searching for Malcolm Smith since the day my mom told me he wasn't coming home. My entire adult life has been about that moment in time, those precious few seconds. They have consumed me, and that's about as healthy as it sounds. So a few months ago, I decided enough is enough. It was time to move on. You should have seen me, boxing up old files, deleting bookmarks. I was on fire, determined to ignore the past so I could focus on the future. And then, the universe sent me a message. The message was the offer to host this show, a modern-day version of Strange Air. I couldn't believe it. They wanted me to take my dad's place. How crazy is that? It had to be the worst idea in the history of bad ideas. I was about to say hell no when I experienced a moment of clarity. I said to myself, hold on. Why can't I do both? Why can't I live my life to the fullest while I keep looking into my father's disappearance? It's called balance. And that's why I'm here. So, if you want to talk about Malcolm Smith, that's totally cool. I'm happy to do it. But I'm also here to discuss the topics he embraced during his time on the air. And who knows, maybe we can throw in a few new ones. As a way of showing my appreciation, if you call tonight, I'll send you a free copy of The Truth Behind Strange Air. That's the documentary I made in film school. I think you'll really like it. And if you can't get through, the film is available at all the usual sites, and 25% of all sales go to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Now, let's kick off a new era of strange air with an entire night of open lines. I hope you're as excited as I am. Caller One, you're on the air.
0: Chase, it's me, your father.
3: Strange Air was created and written by Michael P. Greco and Tony Martinez. The role of Chase Smith was played by Natalie Lander, and the role of Malcolm Smith was played by Patrick Fabian. If you enjoyed Strange Air, please rate and review us. This will help keep our show on the charts where people can find it. And please visit strangeairpodcast.com for more information. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with the second and final season of Strange Air. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
5: Sure I can't get you a drink? Uh, I, um...
3: They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and... Hey, Kate, what are you writing? Ah!
0: New text post on Thursday, May 21st.
3: Title why you should be watching Selkirk. So, Selkirk fandom, who wants to read my 5,000 word essay Garrett last name? Secret Werewolf. I'm Kate, by the way.
2: They kiss?
3: I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk. Because if I'd love something else... I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But this way, I met you. Me and You, a new story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network.